0: All right, folks, we are here episode eight of Plum Bums podcast, the uh, tradesman and contractor show, encouraging people to get into the trades, work with their hands. We actually have a very special treat today. Me and Max took a trip out to Ohio, and we're with Bob and Wanda from Dover, Ohio. We're in Dover, right? It's actually. Go ahead.
1: It's actually Winfield. Winfield, Ohio? Well, it's actually Dover, Ohio, but it's a little burger Winfield.
0: So we're out, we're out here talking with Bob and Wanda, who have been farmers for how long?
2: Um, I've been on the farm all my life, and I just turned 90 in April 30th. Holy
0: cow. So. I got to tell you, you guys can't see him, but Bob looks great for his age. <laughs> it's very <laughs> impressive. I, I almost want to stop plumbing and come out and farm to extend,
3: <laughs> to extend my life. Yeah, because if you look at plumbers' bodies, they're just they're sloppy and gross. Oh yeah, <laughs> bloated. You look at Bob, and he's uh. So 90,
0: 90, 90 years, you said. Yeah. So your 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 parents were farmers.
3: Yeah. And
0: your their parents were farmers. I mean, how many generations does the farming go back?
2: Okay, this farm has been in the uh, family for about 150 years. Wow. this yeah. property, this property, yeah, been in oh, the wow. family. Oh uh, In 1942, uh, we sold a farm that we had at Dundee, Ohio, and we purchased this farm beside of the Winfield. It's right up again, Winfield on yeah. the South End. We purchased this in nineteen forty two for about fourteen thousand dollars Holy
0: cow <laughs> i mean the property how many acres are here it was eighty one acres eighty one acres yeah.
2: and uh that uh we was close to the school, the grange, and the church.
0: So you you st- you took over f- well not necessarily the farm but you kind of following your parents' footsteps with farming. How did you How did you two meet?
1: You really want to know? I do. Farms? I want to. We want to know everything. <laughs> we want to dig deep. <laughs> well, do you know anything about 4-H? Oh, absolutely. Okay, we were both in 4-H. Okay, and I grew up in. On the ridge above Stillwater, Ohio. Okay. Down Yorksville, in Yorksville, Rush Township, where I grew up, and I was in 4-H several years. And when you become a certain age, they have what you call Junior Leadership (JL). Okay. And we we had a truck that we drove. All we had was a truck at home that we drove, and Dad would let me take the truck and go pick up the kids. And we went to the fairgrounds. How old were you? I would have been 16 at okay. that point, because you get your license yeah. when you're 16. But he'd leave me, and I'd pile all the kids in, you know, that <laughs> so I could get in then. And we'd go to fairgrounds and have a meeting. Well, I didn't know him at that time, but he was the president of this group. But our group, you know, kids was just together and all. And so they, did, they planned a uh, an outing. And the outing was at um, Ogilvy Park in West Virginia, uh-huh. and so my dad then took myself and my friend. At that time, the, the um, extension office was in the at the New Philadelphia Post Office, so Dad took me up there, took us up there, and we all got, the kids was all piling up and going together and our, Darlene and I didn't have anybody to go with. So we went with a county agent and, uh, and another young man went with us. And so we went and when we was going, we stopped off at a, a picnic area to take tre- stretch our legs. Mm-hmm. And when we done that, well, Darlene and I got out and was walking and and I turned and looked, and there was this young man sitting on the picnic table up against a tree, and he flashed me a big smile. Well, that was him, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and my heart went flip-flop. You know I said, "Oh, isn't he good- looking?" So
0: immediately he started playing it cool.
1: Well, then, <laughs> then cool we enough. just got all got back in our cars because I didn't know, you know. And we stopped off at the museum, and I reached down to get a drink of water, and the water came on. And I looked up, and it was him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's amazing.
1: And so then we uh, we walked around Bon Gordon, and all, we just walked around for the day. And when we was coming back home, we all stopped in Caddis, mm-hmm. and their group stopped too at a, at a dairy bar. You don't don't have such like things anymore, right? And he come in singing "Oh Happy Day."
0: <laughs> and that was the first day you guys met.
1: That was the first day we yeah. met.
0: I tell you. The that date? was in August. Oh, really? She remembers the month. The <laughs>
3: month, the day. I don't. I don't remember what I had for breakfast. She remembers.
0: So, did you know that uh, this would be a long-term thing when you folks uh, first oh, met? Oh no! I no, not at all. No.
1: We 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 both fell. He fell off the wagon. Okay. And we just both fell for each other. Oh wow! That day.
3: I thought she meant something different. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: no, I think I it, took a
0: tumble going up to the cornfield <laughs> off a wagon or something.
2: Well, I was per- president of junior leaders. I was probably the oldest. Uh, I don't know how old I was then, maybe. 19. 19, yeah. You know, and uh, all my friends graduated in 51. They went from there right into the service, and and a uh, few of them went to jobs. Yeah. And uh, I was probably the oldest and most mature Uh, boy and uh, junior leaders, so they made me president, and uh, we planned to go to Ogilvy Park for one of our outings, and what a blessing that was that day, and then from then on, I I courted her and took good care of her, left her go to all her high school (laughs) stuff till after she graduated, and then in 1950, Four, I asked her to marry me at Christmas Eve. Wow. And uh, we was married June 5th, 1955. So that was, uh, what, 68 years ago.
0: 68 years you
1: guys were
2: married. We met 70 years ago. We met 70 years ago. Yeah, it was uh, love at first sight. And uh, I had purpose and meaning in life then. Wow. My uh, father was uh, passed away in 1952, a heart attack. Then uh,
0: the year you got married?
1: No, it was a year before I met him. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: oh, oh! Okay. I, I just graduated I in gotcha.
2: 51, 52. He died, and I stayed home, and we was milking cows by hand, and and uh, we only had a small herd, maybe yeah. 10 heads, something like that, and we went from there. That we started out with nothing
3: mm-hmm.
2: really, uh, yeah. Uh, Ray Lawmer said that I could uh, work there, they needed a help at the brickyard. Well, I would, he says, you can work eight hours there and come home and do your farm. Oh my gosh, so it's that's the way it started out.
0: So, how how about how long was that day like the uh, the work day during that time? Well, you were at the, brick, the brickyard, oh, and also for me,
2: started at seven and quit at 3.30
0: and then you came home and worked till yeah. about what time another f- you
2: no know, till we got the work done till the milking was done Jeez. and made loose hay then and uh, it was it was so, uh,
0: so there was work ethic back then. Oh yes. Not yeah. anymore.
2: Yeah, I didn't know any better. I was young and all I knew was to, uh, to work and work for my father. Well, my father I found him dead down in the cornfield. Oh wow. And uh, at that time uh, I already had a brother that drowned in nineteen forty two and I had a brother killed in an automobile in nineteen forty six I found my father in fifty two and I always wondered what happened to their souls and stuff like that so from that time on, we was aware that there was more to life than just of course uh going to work and all that stuff so yeah. he, so we've been seeking the Lord we've got married. And, and uh, we dedicated our lives to the Lord, and then down through the years we concentrated our lives to uh Christian service, and we still worked
0: and was your was your were your parents Christian
2: at that time they they went to church, okay, yeah, I didn't understand Christianity like I do now okay uh and to get in without preaching a sermon uh our boy died in nineteen 19- uh, 69, but Easter morning, he accepted Christ as his Savior, and when he died, his heart quit beating, and we was at an outing at a local lake, and uh, I had taken CPR, and uh, I was working on him, trying to bring him back to life, but I knew he was dead, and uh, I, it, the his death was so much different. And my brothers or my fathers, because I knew he was with Christ, and I knew enough yes. to be absent from the is to be present with the Lord, and we gave him up for the Lord. So we've walked by faith ever since that. All right.
0: I mean, listen, we're okay. only a couple minutes in, and it's clear that is farm, the farm life is not an easy life. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. just toiling and toiling.
2: Well, it is, but... We're doing what we love to do. It's a way of life. Yeah. This is our life. This is our home.
3: And we build it. Uh, and you said that you can't do it without a good woman, right? <laughs> no, that's what you told me before.
2: No. You said you can't
3: do it without a good woman. You hope she likes animals. You hope she likes hard work, right? She does. Yeah. <laughs> she,
2: she, plus, she's an awful easy woman to love. Uh, Schwartz yeah, so. oh, she can even cook
0: <laughs> and this is not just because you have a microphone in front of your face and headphones on her right
3: <laughs>
2: uh, we are out of our comfort zone
3: I, that. that
0: i understand and before we started this it was funny because i was trying to i was trying to get bob and wanda kind of eased into it and stuff but when we walked in, first of all, the house the house is, is beautiful. I mean, the way it's set up. I I, I wish we had some video, but the property's gorgeous. It's so well maintained. The house from outside to inside. It's just classic Ohio, you know, and just classic farm. It's I
3: such yeah, they a... saw us setting up these wires and they were like they, they assumed that we were, you know. That we were making a mistake. That they were making a mistake. Yeah, we we're bringing too many wires in their house. <laughs> with more wires in this setup than they do in the entire house. But
0: it's not making it simple. But um, so, what about your parents? Where what, what, what were your parents doing?
1: Um, were they, they were, farmers? Also, farmers. Yeah, my dad worked at the um, well, what is it, uh, an iron uh, rubber rubber plant when he was a young man in Akron, and then. Um, Him and mother married in 1934 and they bought a farm up on the ridge. How many acres was that? um, Well, they ended up with close to 400 acres didn't they bob yeah. mm-hmm. something yes. like that i'm not i'm not sure how many acres was on the, the farm because they had a couple little farms that they purchased and put together with that
0: and you said this farm is about 80
1: yes okay and her farm we was were,
2: like like west virginia hills
1: and we were we were, uh, up in the, we we're up in the hills yeah. i mean we we're back in the boonies back there really really back in the boonies and uh uh, it, Bob thought he was in the foothills of West Virginia when he came down to see me. <laughs> so le- but anyway, Dad and Mom farmed. They've milked cows. That we, back then farmers had everything. You had
0: in what way? What do you mean?
1: You milked cows. You farmed with horses. You you had sheep. You had chickens.
0: Completely self-sustainable.
1: So, completely self-sustainable. We raised turkeys, um, oh, wow. and put them on range. From little little peeps up, yeah. Then then put them out in range, and and then Thanksgiving and Christmas, we butchered our own turkeys mm-hmm. and delivered a turkey to your door on, for Thanksgiving and Christmas, a fresh turkey.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, How about
1: and that? we, thre- of course, their their family did the same. We threshed, and you you probably don't even know what threshing no, is. No, not really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'll play along.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you plant your crops. You plant oats and wheat. Mm-hmm. And you go, well, back then they would go in with a binder and cut it down and then they would, or sometimes they even scythe it, but then they would take that and, uh, shock it up, Yeah. tie a string around it. And then they would make, uh, pl- shocks. You, have you seen the, okay, Amish, yeah, yeah. the Amish shock it? And then the, uh, a thresher machine would come in mm-hmm and um, then they'd feed that threshing machine. And farmers back then went back and helped, went out and helped one another. And the women would, uh, mother would fix big meals. Ladies would help each other, and uh, it was. It, they did the same thing. That did the same wow. thing.
0: I mean, when did, what, I you know, I, don't don't take this as insulting, but I I'm trying to figure out the timeline when you have gas powered tractors and stuff like that when that's really started catching on into the farming industry cuz i mean i know when vehicles were invented but when did farming really kind of
2: well back in the 40s 1940 we bought a ford uh ford ferguson little one pulled pulled uh 12 inch plows then uh, when we got married i got a ford 800 we pulled three 14s, and uh, that was back in the fifties, and the sixties, seventies. Okay, I uh, we used to uh, shock wheat, our grain, and then you you seeded that down, and you in alfalfa, clover, and timothy and stuff. Then uh, you made that loose. Now uh, I'm talking back in the forties, right? Then in the 50s, uh, we got a small New Holland baler. We baled stuff up and, and got elevators and put it in that way rather than put it in loose. And then uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, okay, when did I get the combine? From that time in the uh, 80s, I think I got a combine a 540 Massey. We still have that. It's probably 40 years old. So kind of
0: over the years, just kind of building up your equipment. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You're
2: talking a small operation right now. And we still have that 540 combine. It's got a 13 foot grain head, four row corn head, 13 foot bean head. Uh, That's a floating head. So we, we, uh, harvest our grain now with the combine mm-hmm. rather than uh, shocking and and threshing and you, you don't have corn cribs like you did have uh, so we we own a small trailer that holds 7 ton of uh, grain
4: and small get, trailer
2: yeah <laughs> well it, it, yeah it is compared to,
0: compared to the, what they got big like guys. Yeah. The,
2: the big boys well we're talking a f- uh, f- independent small farm right. that uh, keeps uh, a family a livelihood income Yeah, you can live off of it then uh, the uh, uh, whatever you call it the, the picture is changing uh, people are getting older I'm lucky to be 90 and still farming uh, people my age that had farms are expiring And the farms then, as they uh, sell them and cut them up into lots, uh, from one acre to 20 acres, whatever it is, we're losing our small family farms to the bigger boys that uh, will milk instead of uh, 20 head of cattle, they'll milk... uh, 400000 and even more, and your your bigger farmers is, is bigger than that.
0: And it's, just, it's something you really can't compete with anymore. Or can you?
2: We can because uh, we've worked. We own this. Yeah. Lock, stock, and barrel. Okay. We owe nobody anything. <laughs> but it, it took us and well when i was handling the money we barely made it so yeah. she took over and now we've got a bank account and we got our bills all paid and if we want to buy a tractor or something we're able to Amen. within within common sense yeah, yeah you yeah. Do, you don't uh, you, you live within your income right. don't push your boundaries and you also honor the lord yeah and yeah. somehow we have been able to Pay it. In fact, we just got done spending $20,000 to paint our barn. Really? twenty grand to paint the barn?
1: The barn and the trim on the house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how many kids do you guys have?
1: We have two daughters. Of course, our son's with the Lord. Okay. And our one daughter's in California with her family. And our other daughter just lives, what, two or three miles up the way, and she cannot have family. Oh. So. How many How
0: many grandkids?
1: We have uh, three grandkids and two great grandkids, and they're all in California.
0: Okay, yeah. what, what's she doing out? There? What's she doing out there?
1: She's has not her farming. No, she's not farming. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she has her own business, and and um, she's just yeah selling and um,
0: wow.
3: Yeah, people are running away from this life, this lifestyle. I mean, you guys, you're both born in Ohio, right? Right. Born and raised in Ohio. Did you guys ever leave? no
0: no what about consider leaving
3: like no
1: no no
2: <laughs> <laughs> not, not even a question no no this is our home this, this is, is okay. this is
0: the heartland yeah
1: when when we got married we got married yeah we didn't say divorce never entered into our lifestyle and we just see even now? our home
0: what i oh, go ahead i'm no,
1: sorry no, it's it's
3: interesting to hear about people who have because this is the heartland of America. A lot of people don't understand, first of all, what it takes to farm, right? They don't understand where their food comes from. They don't understand where, you know, their trucks come from. You know, their, all the, all these things come from here, you know, from this the middle part of America. And, and it's interesting when you hear people that just have never left. I mean, because you can't leave this farm life. This right. is your livelihood. This is like, you can't take vacations, right? You don't we, really take vacations. We have
1: taken a few vacations. Yeah.
3: Okay. Where's your favorite place that you've been?
1: Outside <laughs> Outside of Ohio. I know outside Ohio's
0: of Ohio. <laughs> She's like down the street in New Philly. I love it down there.
3: <laughs> we went to Alaska on our
2: honeymoon. Our oh, 50, wow. 50 years. Yeah, that was a, uh, a dream come true. I, yeah. We went a, with uh, Bill Gaither uh, tour. And we had devotions every morning, and you never got tired of eating, and you never got full, and you There's never no. was hungry.
0: What time of year did you go out there?
2: June, uh, June. Okay, uh, so the summer. Okay. Well, they treated us like royalty on I that show. I bet. Ship. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I
0: mean, Alaska is one of the most beautiful states in the in the country, uh, yeah. in the world.
3: Yeah. Europe? Yeah. Have you ever been to Europe? No. 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 So, where's this? Is another question I want to ask you. Where's your family history from?
2: Uh, mine would be Germany and Ireland. Yeah, Macan, uh,
1: Scotch Irish, Ar- Scotch Irish and Dutch, I guess.
3: Scotch Irish and Dutch. Mm-hmm.
0: I think so. With with farming, it, it's just it's in your blood. I mean, you what would you said f- third generation farmer or fourth? Oh, or even further than oh, that. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I've got pictures of my uh, back in the eighteen hundreds family get together and. Do you really? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Me and Max, we love history. Even with even if it's just random little pick just just to know where we came from, where we are now. And I was listening to you guys talk about certain things so we're from we're from New Jersey on the East Coast. And even just kind of like the mindset of first of all, you guys dating and courting, getting married, doing all that, it's it's a different world. Yeah, forget from about where we're forget from.
3: about farming. Your lifestyle doesn't exist anymore really. Yeah. I know. Yeah. The way that you guys got together, the way that you live now, very nicely modest I mean, nobody works until they're ninety. Yeah. You know? Somebody Especially said, farming.
1: Yeah. Somebody said to me, How long is Bob gonna farm? I said, <laughs> Well, probably when they cart him off to the funeral." <laughs>
0: <laughs> even then it'll be try- even then it'll no, be trying to pick it. off corn
1: what else am i gonna do <laughs> yeah you know yeah and they say if you stop that's a mistake because yeah. your your body starts to yeah. go down
3: Oh, 100% well. yeah have you you've never considered just like stopping and traveling or anything like that? because people like a lot of people don't get that you know they don't understand that some people just don't want that
0: i mean i think about leaving plumbing pretty much at least once a week yeah just closing up the, at least just getting out and going checking out groceries at Walmart or something for an easier life
2: oh, well this is our life yeah when you got animals that's the first thing you do in the morning you see that the animals is well taken care of that's the last thing you do at night yeah. is make sure they're bedded down what time are you getting up oh I get up 5.30, well, yeah, I'm out
1: five five thirty I'm out. <laughs> I
4: don't yeah. get up at
3: 5.30 for anyone or anything. We've
1: yeah. already got at 4 o'clock or 4.30. Depends. If you're having a calf out there, you have a cow that's going to have a calf. Yeah. You go out there so you can make sure she's okay. Or if you, or if you have pigs that's um. having pigs and, and uh, she's got trouble, you have to. So you
3: have everything out here on this farm, all different types of livestock.
1: Yeah, we did. Okay.
0: What oh, do you? What do you? What do you, you current? What's your current crop? Like your current ca- cash? Excuse me, cash crop or
1: corn and soybeans and hay.
0: Corn, soybeans, and hay. So not really any animals anymore. No,
1: we we a few years back we decided to not have the animals to yeah. do the grain farming.
3: Why? Because it costs a lot more than than. No,
1: it just came into a time in our life whenever we just needed to step back a little bit and mm. just.
3: You didn't feel still, like dealing with the stubbornness. Huh? You didn't feel like dealing with the stubbornness of the animals?
1: <laughs> no. You, you know that's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. You know, any farm anything you do on a farm is a lot of work. I don't care what it is. But we just felt that was time to cuz we sold beef to people. Hmm. And uh, we
3: had one pig and it was annoying. Did you? We <laughs> gave him up after 2 weeks. Yeah, so we two had weeks.
0: gone. We went to uh, me and him were working one day and we went to this exotic pet store. And we were walking around the pet store, and this little miniature Juliana pig was in this pen. Oh and I walked gosh. past it, and he looks up, and he runs up, and he puts his front paws up on the fence. And I just I put my credit card right down. I was like, I'll take him. <laughs> but I have a buddy who's a farmer out there. So the, the I was thinking, like, okay, I'm going to get this pig. He'll ride around with us in the truck. But the worst thing is I'll just send him to live with my buddy. There's no such thing as a mini pig. I don't know what I don't care what they tell you. There's no such thing. It's a complete yeah. lie. They can write it all they want. If, if pigs are going to eat, they're going to grow. And this thing in two months put oh on fifty pounds, huge.
2: <laughs> well, that's kind
3: of pig you want.
0: Well, oh, yeah, I'm, 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 he's going to be good. He tasted
3: tra- good. <laughs> the vegan version was good. Yeah. He tasted good, but doesn't mean I want him as a pet. Yeah,
0: he was just he was
3: adorable when he was a little piglet, but. The second he started getting big, you're just like, this is this is not, it's a, this it... is a farm animal. This is very clearly a farm animal. And me and him think we want to farm. And like, it would be nice to have a farm in with like small little animals and goats and stuff like that. But when we saw how much, how he squealed, the noise that he makes, oh, yeah. if you just, we wanted to pick him up because he stepped yep. in poop and mm-hmm. wanted to pick him up. And he squealed bloody murder. Like we were yeah, murdering yep. him just yep. to wash him off a little bit. But, but
0: I mean, the headaches that we were dealing with was just this little thing. I can't imagine having forty, fifty cows and pigs and chickens. I mean, it's just con- it's it's constant. And you were saying before before we started recording, you had said that you were doing a part time job and then farming yeah. and then doing this and, and it's
3: yeah. Who'd you work? Who'd you work for? Uh, well,
2: I, I started out uh, at Garver Brothers Meat Department for ninety cents an hour. I went to, from there. Ninety cents 90 an hour. Ninety cents an hour.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, back back in, then it was in yeah.
2: uh, the was Fifty one. Yeah.
0: He uh, couldn't even do an even dollar, huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> then uh, <laughs> I met Wanda, Ray Lummer, so Like I said you can come to the brickyard and made a dollar forty-seven and a half cents an wow.
4: hour.
3: Wow. Still thinking, didn't make it even. Not a dollar fifty. Dollar <laughs> well, forty-seven. We bought a fifty-five
2: Chevy four-door. Car six cylinder for nineteen hundred dollars back wow. then mm. brand new brand new uh, for what went on the honeymoon that was uh what was that? okay, I went from there okay dollar forty seven yeah, and Mike Gordon i th- reported off one day because the combiner was coming in to combine says you can't work the brickyard and and uh Farm here, so I said, "Okay, I'll, I'll uh, give you two weeks' notice." He says, "As far as I'm concerned, you don't need to give me two weeks' notice." <laughs> so well, that's when the people could get a job. Well, then I, I you know, went from there to uh, construction. And, On his uh, own. No, I worked for. Oh, that's I right. worked work for, for a contractor till he mm-hmm. went bankrupt, not because of my work, <laughs> because he was a kind of a crook. <laughs> and then... Is he still in business? No. It's gone. no he's gone. He's not easy. here anymore. 90 years, uh, I've lost about all my friends so far. Yeah. Uh,
0: my grandfather, not to interrupt you, but my grandfather used to sit back and look through his yearbook and say, this one's gone. I outlived this guy. It's kind of like a around. contest when you get older.
2: Uh, I, I'm telling you, my, uh, my uh, income... Okay, a dollar forty-seven, a dollar ninety. I was working for surveying. Mm -hmm. I was uh, draft. Got into that. Went to the state highway. I think I made uh, a little bit more. And uh, I was wait a minute.
0: It's all right.
2: Anyhow, I went back to survey, and I got laid off the highway. Or th- and then I went back to survey and, and uh, private yeah I
0: was gonna say it was it was it wasn't a state job was private. okay
2: no and I went in a pulled a chain back in a room that measured underground mm-hmm. and I took about three steps out and the whole roof caved in and that scared me so bad. I had a miner's hat on and you're dark you want dark it yeah. is dark. And uh, so then I would look for another job, and I got in at General Electric in 1960. So I was, what, married five years then. And I was there for 36 years. Wow. And, uh, oh, wait here. Okay, from then, dollar ninety, I started at GE in $2.25 an hour, and I thought I was... Rich. <laughs> he started balling. Yeah. And, uh, well, then, you're
3: doing that and farming at the same time, you see, well, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, but I had a wife that yeah.
2: could take care of things.
3: Yeah, she was taking care of it during the day yeah, until you uh, came home, right? When I retired,
2: I was making $19 an hour as a line mechanic. Hmm. That uh, I helped increase production and increase quality. I told you that uh, uh, that was my goal there. Till I retired in '96, and now things that we we're buying, like twenty thousand dollars to paint my barn and yeah. trim on the house. Oh yeah, I can imagine. So I don't know what the, the uh, contractor paid these uh, painters. Right. But uh, so I was making nineteen dollars an hour in 1996.
0: Yeah. We have customers, so we I. My grandfather started the business in 1961. We're at my third generation running the business, and I go to some of his original customers who paid $12 for a toilet flapper, which is now $180, mm-hmm. and they're like, "You got to be kidding me!" It's like, listen, it's 2023. Yeah, and there's nothing I can do. I got to f- I got to pay my employees. We got to feel. We got to put gas in the truck, I and mean, it's it's really no end in sight. I mean, 20 grand to paint a barn.
3: My father's gonna. He's gonna. Bother me if I don't ask you this. What was gas at its all-time low when you guys were growing oh, up? Oh yeah. What were you paying I didn't for? I don't even know what gas was. The lowest gas yeah. price.
2: It was huh. 18 cents a gallon. 18 exactly.
3: cents a gallon.
1: My my brother could come home from college and and you could put a dollar's worth of gas in the car <laughs> or 2 dollars and yeah. filled the tank up.
0: And filled it up.
1: And he came home I was was after he was in Nam, Anyway, he he was going to fill up his uh, car. And he he, he went. Psh, that, was his that, was <laughs> that was it. And that
0: was <laughs> it. And he's good for like 150 miles. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. <I'm> sure, yeah. <laughs> that, was
1: that was a dollars. That was that was two dollars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this is this is what I want to do. I want to take a little quick break, and we'll be right back in a few. Thanks for listening.
4: And on the eighth day, God looked down on His planned paradise and said, "I need a caretaker." So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to sit up all night with a newborn colt and watch it die, then dry his eyes and say, maybe next year. I need somebody who can shape an axe handle from a persimmon sprout, shoe a horse with a hunk of car tire, who can make harness out of hay, wire, feed sacks, and shoe scraps, who, planting time and harvest season, will finish his 40-hour week by Tuesday noon and then, painting from tractor back, put in another 72 hours. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend to pink-combed pullets, who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. So God made a farmer. It had to be somebody who'd plow deep and straight and not cut corners, somebody to seed, weed, feed, breed, and rake, and disc, and plow, and plant, and tie the fleece, and strain the milk, somebody who'd bale a family together with the soft, strong bonds of sharing, who would laugh, and then sigh. So God made a farmer.
0: All right, folks, we're back. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for listening. When we, when, when I came in here to set the, set this up, and I just met you guys, even though I probably met you when I was a kid. I reach over to shake Bob's hand, and I see this, I see this old ninety-year-old farmer hand coming in. You have massive, crush my hand, <laughs> intimidating hands. I'm coming you in. Of this guy's going to kill me. He's going to kill me with this handshake. <laughs> but there's something. There's just,
3: you know, what keeps him strong? It's Wanda's cooking.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I asked you before, what's her, what's your favorite dish of hers that she makes? I don't know whether I have a favorite dish. They're all
2: first-rate. Uh, You're just being nice. Well, we're going to have some uh, brownies that she made this morning before this is all over. And you can judge for yourself what kind of a cook she <laughs> is. No, she uh, her mother was a wonderful cook. Out of it would use the old coal stove. They did not have electric uh, coal stove, and it's amazing what you can do with coal and uh, a stove that's made for that. Yeah. Uh, but we have uh, matured with the times. Instead of a ringer washer or washing, uh, on a washing on the on a washboard. Washboard <coughs> and, and uh, the old Maytag washers, and we got electric. Uh,
0: well, the Amish still use those. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. I see them in uh, Leroy's basement. That's uh, that's still, well, Leroy's, a, I don't know if you folks know, the Stutzmans? Yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so we go to the, his house every once, we see all that old equipment, the old Maytag and stuff.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Now, their culture, uh, is, they're run by their… Uh, bishop. Bishop. Yeah, and he's trying to keep the culture like it was. And, yeah. Uh, but they they get around that, right? They got electric bicycles. Oh now yeah. And, yeah. Uh,
3: Liars. <laughs> no, well, sorry. for those
0: for those listening who don't know that the this is Holmes County, right?
1: No, this no. Is, Tuscarawas is Tuscarawas County.
0: So this is huge. Um, everyone thinks Lancaster is Amish country, but you come out here. This is Amish country. Yes, yeah. they're everywhere. And everywhere. so and you being farmers, you're heavily intertwined in that culture. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Um,
3: Do you guys have feuds with them, like Hatfield and McCoy type feuds? No. No. no? no. We
1: have great friends of theirs. Yeah. yeah. We've been Just in. Was kind of hoping for some feuds. No, we never no. had feuds. <laughs> I mean,
3: farmer feuds. Their their
0: culture is all farming for hundreds of years, but I'm sure they've. I'm sure you've taught them some things, and vice versa.
1: But, you know, they, they take the, their, their, their machinery that's old-fashioned and they put some new fanged stuff with it to make it modern. Yeah. They do.
0: Even now.
2: Yeah. yeah. I can uh, work the ground, I can turn the ground, I can sow the seed, but God gives the increase. And uh, it rains on the just and on the, the unjust. Right. Uh, when you look at life from God's perspective, rather than the evolution and what man uh, considers uh, wisdom. Yeah. Uh, and you, uh, the wisdom of man is far below the wisdom of God. God is our creator. When you look at that uh, from that perception, he is the uh, sustainer and he's also... Uh, the receiver of our lives when we leave this body. Uh, When you understand that and when you have walked a path like I have walked, I was nine years old in 1942 when my brother was in the Air Corps. He drowned in the Potomac River, slipped in. They found him seven days later Oh my goodness. And they brought him back in a little box. I can remember going in. That's when they brought things out uh, to your house. and They didn't go to, to funeral homes. And uh, <clears throat> they gave him military funeral and uh, said that he was with the Lord. Well, I had nine year olds, I didn't understand it. At my brother, I was 14 years old. I, he broke a date one night with his girl, went out, and he had been drinking. And about midnight or someplace, we got a phone call from the hospital saying that Dale was there who needed to come in. Well, they went in and identified the body. He broke his neck. Berner killed three other boys with him when he hit the culvert, and they tried to say, "Well, the Lord wanted him." and i I didn't make any sense. And my father, the same way, in 1952 he didn't come in for dinner. I found him down in the cornfield, I rolled him over, and he was uh, completely purple, red, or whatever, and I knew he was dead, and I screamed bloody murder, and they, at his funeral, they wanted, the Lord wanted him. Well, what is this Lord wanting uh, people, wanting their souls, uh, what's that all about? And we really found out uh, when, during revival at 19, in 1969, that's when they had two-week revivals, our son accepted Christ as his Savior. And two months later, at Forest Hill Lake, his heart quit beating. He was in the water with me. He said, Dad, I'm going up and lay down. I'm cold. I, that's the last I saw him alive. The next time, uh, Lean Schwartz came around and says, Bob, they got Kyle down there. What? Hmm. I says, that's my son. Uh, I'd just taken CPR, and I was doing my heart massage with him. The lifeguard was doing mouth-to-mouth. And uh, when I he, his eyes was open, there was no, no life there. I knew he was dead. But I also knew, knew enough about scripture to be absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord. And what a difference when somebody you love, and especially your son, is with the Lord. And from that time on, Wanda and I have really searched the scriptures, find out what life is all about and why creation and all this. So we look at it from God's perception and he was with the Lord, but he's still preaching through us, yeah, Wanda is a musician she's uh we have served the church every Sunday morning since I can remember, and uh we've helped build uh, two churches. And we're back down here at Winfield and uh, serving down there, even at our ages.
0: so me and Max are plumbers, yeah, we get up, we go to work. We drive to work, we park the truck, we go into the shop, we open the shop. But your lifestyle, like the farming lifestyle, it's it's your life. Everything yeah. about it is intertwined in every fabric of your life. You know what I mean? So there's no breaking free. There's no punching out and then going home and not having to worry about plumbing or anything like that. Everything from the land that I'm when I look out here, your cornfields, the barns, everything, you're in it constantly. There's no breaking free. And I and I when we when we talk to some of our Amish friends and we talk to you folks, how God will energize you to just keep going. Listen, I'm going to be honest. I'm not making it to 90. I know that for a fact.
1: <laughs> you there's don't no, know that. There's no <laughs> way.
0: There's no way. I mean, I look at you. This I, when you guys when you guys walked around the corner. I, I mean, I, you look better than I do, and I'm 50. years younger I was younger expecting than you something very different. Yes,
3: <laughs> I was expecting something wildly different. But I guess since you're since you're farming still in your 90s, we want to know, you know, how, how how come you guys are still happy? What what's going on here that you guys are 90 years old, still working harder than anybody, and and you're still happy? Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. It's like you you see like people who live by us who are you know working these menial jobs, and and everybody's miserable. Yeah, you know. But you guys, you walked in, you guys are like happy to see us. I've never even met you before. That's why I say it's,
0: it's like a lifestyle that just, that just comes, it's, it, it's intertwined in every aspect of your life and you can see it with you folks, you know, you. but I'm going to walk this back from 2001, the things that you guys have been alive and seen in your lives. 9-11, the Berlin Wall back in 1989, mm-hmm. back to the space shuttle <clears> blowing <throat> up in 1986. Thanks. The moon landing in 1969, Kennedy assassinated, the Vietnam War, the Korean War, World War II, and the Great Depression. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just just a heck of a record. Can you talk a little bit about, so you folks were pretty young during the Depression, but your parents weren't. They lived through it. Can you talk about how that kind of carried over into their behavior, even after the Depression ended? Is it something you noticed, or...
1: Well, looking, they were very, uh, what would you call, uh, conservative. I mean, they watched their money, where it went, you know, how they spent their money. And, of course, we were farmers, and we had our own meat, and mother did all the canning, and, and mother could go down the basement and bring up a meal, you know? Yeah. And she had canned beef. She had canned, everything canned, you know, she bingo. She had a meal ready. And... uh so but they
0: were prepped for it at least a little bit. They were prepped for it. Okay. And
1: they saved everything. Yeah. I mean, you didn't throw anything away because you might need it. Yeah. You know, during the Depression, they didn't have anything. We had a cousin, an old cousin that <laughs> we loved them. They had no family of their own. They adopted a man that was a, a Dr. Miracle in Sugar Creek. But anyway, they lived down where we did in Stillwater. <laughs> and uh, she said that she went. they went to town one day, and she had a quarter, and she bought a half She bought a hat. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she 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 uh, a quarter. You know, yeah. (laughs) But they were very this very super conservative.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's something that when you experience something like that, it ingrains it ingrains it in your mind, like you know.
1: And we had we didn't have a closet full of clothes, right? We did our own sewing. We made our own clothes. Uh In fact, uh, back then, we'd go to the feed mill, and they had printed feed sacks. And my sister and I would go with Dad and pick out the sacks so that we could make skirts, broomstick skirts, and put cradlines under, you know. And Mother made, um, they made pillowcases. Yeah. They made tea towels.
0: I mean how does how does that make you feel when you see this generation coming up?
1: Do you guys from know what generation? a TikTok is? Do you
3: guys know what TikTok is? Oh <laughs> well,
1: I've heard of it, but I don't want to ask me to explain it.
3: <laughs> if you want to follow Wanda's Instagram, we're gonna plug it after the show. <laughs> Stall cooking videos. And I mean, Bob just posts pictures of his hay bales. Yeah. <laughs> new farm equipment.
0: (laughs) I mean, how do you feel about the generation coming up? Are you worried? Are you, if you could, let's say, let's say you're speaking to the, to the current generation coming up. What would you have to say to them?
2: Come in and we'll do a day's work here and enjoy farming. Right. Uh, it, it, it's a lifestyle. It's, it's, it's life Mm -hmm. itself. Uh, I didn't realize how fortunate that I have been down through the years with the way everything came together at all when we see the Lord. There'll be no more sorrow, no more tears. Now, what if
0: you get up to heaven and uh, God makes you the resident farmer? (laughs) (laughs) And he says, there's no gas-powered motors up here either.
2: (laughs) He will make a way, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I've, I've uh, Wanda and I have worked a lifetime to uh, see this place. Um, we've restored the house. We've put drain tile in. We've built fences. And we lived so long, <laughs> everything needs replaced now. <laughs> yeah, we've done all that 40 and 50 years of age. And yeah. now... Uh, Fence posts is, uh, rotten off. We got to replace them. So, it's almost like life. You you you've got to make the best of the time you've got.
0: Yeah.
1: We 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 build all the fence ourselves around here. What really? Yes, we we build all the fence ourselves.
0: I know I said it when we first started, but the property here is gorgeous. Thank I you. mean, what you guys have built here is Thank just you. it's it's beautiful. Thank you. And you can tell that you're blood sweat and tears and there was a faith in the lord behind it i mean it's absolutely beautiful when you when you come up here it really is and And i'm 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 concerned that you that you folks don't get enough praise or or that you don't hear it enough but there's so much respect from us for what you do and that's why we were very excited to come talk to you guys but let me ask you wanda what would be your advice to young wives nowadays
1: oh man don't uh, go into it and say, oh well if it don't work out right we'll just get a divorce no don't, don't go shopping you, around yeah yep. when you get married you get married that's, it. that's the way we did we got married we got married
0: farming if people want to eat food they need farming they need farmers go check a farmer farmers. yeah <laughs> shop local you know find those little off-road stands shop local buy from your local farmer but Again, folks, I'm going to wrap this up right now. But thank you so much for doing this, yes, and oh, I appreciate you're you. Yeah, you're this has
2: been a blessing. It's Excellent, been a real yeah. blessing. I'm glad we was able to share a yes. little bit with yeah.
0: you. Yeah, I'm gl- and I'm I'm excited to share it with the with the with the world here. So, but again, thanks for thanks for being on. Thanks for listening to Plum Bums, folks, and we'll see you next week.